It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to Edgework here on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, giving daily picks and previews. Today is Thursday, March 9th, and Russ, so money. I don't know about you guys, but every day that passes now, it's getting more and more exciting because it feels like every game that's being played that night has more serious playoff implications. I took a look at the schedule last night, who was playing today, the games that were all lined up, and it's pretty exciting. There's some good games here on the slate for tonight. So we will get into all of those, but before we start, uh, Russ, so money. I mean, so money. I got to talk to you yesterday, but Russ, how's it going? How's your week been? Good, good. All is well. We got a little bit of that uh, March snow overnight, so could be a little bit better weather-wise in the Midwest. It's uh, it's cold as crap again. But other than that, no, all is well, man. Last night's the games were crappy, and the games are crappy tomorrow. So I'm just thankful that we have this Thursday slate and that we get this Thursday slot every week. I mean, these games are just awesome every week. So yeah, pumped to get into it. Yeah, and uh, Russ, you don't have to. You you have more similar situation that to uh, to what mine is in terms of the snow, where you're not dealing with citywide shutdowns like so many. If they get a little sprinkle of snow on the ground, they don't know how to deal with it out there, yeah. out there yeah. in BC. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I, I mean, complaining about a little bit of snow is not the same here. You know, we get it in inches, and you guys get it in feet up there. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, certainly enough to uh, enough to at least uh, you know damper the morning for sure. Yes, fair enough. That's fair. <laughs> and so, money, how's it going with you? Getting ready for college basketball now? Adding that onto the uh, to the list of things that you have to do every day? Yeah, I was just saying that. There's uh all I I I can't name you any players on like any team yet. I look at the accounts. There's like hundreds of players in in the account. <laughs> like I don't even know where Grand Canyon is, and yet like <laughs> like like we're on that under right. So I I've like I I I couldn't tell you where like half these colleges are, but and then at the end, at the end of the night, like I, I I don't watch any of the games. And then at the end of the night, I'm sitting there doing all the tallying, and it's just uh, it's just crazy right now. Yeah, fair enough. Well, as we approach the uh, as we approach March Madness, I'm sure it'll only get easier for you, right? There, there's no way yeah. that it, things will continue to build up into that period of time. But hopefully, before then, we can get uh, get some winners under our belt in the NHL. And we'll start here with these games tonight. That's the best way to do it. Start with what you've got on the schedule for tonight. And if anyone has any questions in the chat, I just want to remind people, please fire them away. Let us know your thoughts, your best bets. We can break those down. Like I see one from Insight here, so we'll get to that during the show. Of course, we'll try to go in chronological order of the games, but a lot of them will go in most importance, and some of them we don't have any opinions or plays in, so we'll gloss over those. But if you do have opinions or you do have questions about them, please make sure to ask in the chat. And while you're at it, hit like on this stream. It helps us. Get out there to more eyeballs, have more people find us. But as Jay Stone's saying, let's crush today. Let's do it. So we'll start with the Dallas-Buffalo game. Uh, Dallas on the road at Buffalo here tonight. This one was just interesting to me from the standpoint of Dallas right now holding on to first in the Central. You see Minnesota win their game last night against Winnipeg. They tie Dallas in points. They do have one more game played than Dallas at this point, but 
now here you go. Adds a little bit more extra importance to Dallas. You got to win this one to kind of hold on to that spot. Make sure that game in hand holds importance to you. But the team that they're playing against in Buffalo, they're sitting five points out of a playoff spot right now. They still feel like they can get in there. Five and five in their last 10 games. They are 13, 17 and home. So not the greatest home team here. Looking at facing off against Dallas, who is 17, 8 and 5 on the road. Russ, if you're looking at this one, you got a decent price on Dallas, a decently long price on Dallas, minus 164 to win this one on the road. Is this price a little long? Is this where you expected it to be waking up this morning? I think this is about on market here. Um, when I checked the numbers overnight last night, I saw closer to 150, minus 150. And when I ran <clears throat> my own numbers, and I, I did see some value there. Um, but apparently there's a bunch of other people who saw that value too, and it's completely erased from the market. Now I'm seeing, yeah, closer to minus 170 or minus 165 um, at the bigger books. And that's about where I have this market. Um, yeah, this is kind of an interesting spot because this Dallas team has been has been actually playing pretty well when you look at some of the numbers, but they just haven't been getting very many wins. Um, they're seventh in expected goals for and fourth in expected goals against the last 10 games. So under the hood, their numbers look really good. They just have been struggling, struggling for whatever reason. <clears throat> and then on the opposite side, this Buffalo team is a, is a pretty good team. And like you said, they are, they're pushing for this playoff spot. Um, they're just a very good offensive team and a very, very bad defensive team. So when you face a team like Dallas, I think that lends to Dallas having the edge. Dallas wants to play a more a low event game and, uh, you know, and basically take away all of Buffalo's chances where Buffalo wants to play a high event game and, uh, you know, with speed on their front end. So, you know, I certainly lean stars here. But at this price, minus 165, there would be no play for me. I think that's about on market. And so I'll probably pass here and, uh, and uh, you know, just kind of expect a close game, but maybe a Dallas win in overtime or in the late third period. But no play for me here. Yeah, I'm with uh, I'm with Russ here as well. I think that uh, that the line was uh, <clears throat> was a bet into where it, where it, where it should be right now. Sure. Uh, Buffalo looks like um, they're starting to fade a bit. Um, it's... It's one thing beating Anaheim a couple of times and Nashville and St. Louis on your schedule, but um, their the level of competition for them has really stepped up here, and we're seeing Buffalo um, kind of what we suspected that um, they're close, but they're just not at that level yet where they can consistently get results against um, against these kind of teams. So I think as the schedule got tougher. Um, Buffalo has started feeding a bit, so I I do like Dallas here, but I think that the I think that the number is good, so I'll be I'll be I'll be passing here. Okay, so we'll let that one go by. Uh, there are a couple more games. I know we don't have plays in these ones, and they don't have, yeah. hold as much importance in the standings here. But just quickly, I mean, even looking at the Philadelphia Carolina game, starting there, Philadelphia on the road at Carolina. Carolina is a team who's held on pretty comfortably to the first spot in the Metro for the last little while. Now you are looking at them with only a four-point buffer over New Jersey. They have a game in hand on New Jersey, but still holding on to that spot. And looking at Philadelphia, they're just... They are what they are. Like they are what your record says you are at this point. And holding on to that, you're seeing this Philadelphia team, not a great Flyers team. And tonight on the road, I think that is accurately represented in the line. Maybe a little bit long. You're seeing sometimes you're seeing it start to get back to the point where you could be looking at the minus four hundred plus four hundred by game time. 
Uh, so, Money, if you look at the odds where they are right now between Philadelphia, Carolina, do you anticipate them staying about as it is now, plus three set, uh, 320, minus 370 in that range? Do you see it going further than where it is right now? How do you kind of anticipate this line move as it is? I think if um, I think if Anderson starts, um, Carolina is actually going to get a little bit longer here. So, um at at this point i've got i've i've got nothing but um yeah it's really tough to make a case for 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 that number but also um it looks like kachetkov just got confirmed so let's see if um the flyers take any take take any uh, money there but um yeah um in this case i think the um i think the flyers are actually going to get shorter now now that anderson's not going to be uh, starting mm-hmm. um but it's not enough for me to to uh, get on the flyers, and um, we are all Kochetkov fans anyway. So I think that <laughs> that the that the market tends to uh, tends to underrate him. So I got nothing here. Yep, same, pretty much the same for me. I had uh, Anderson plugged in, so it's kind of a surprise to see Kochetkov go. Um, but yeah, just doing some quick quick math on this, I think actually think the number would be a little bit long on Carolina. Um, with it with it moving with Kachekov in but yeah there'll be no play here for me I think you know I think six is a is a good total I think if they did if they did hang a six and a half you could go under that but I think six is the right number and yeah no play for me here well I'm just looking for Kachekov to bring that energy that he had in the AHL I think it was last week when he scored the goalie goal yeah. he was running around banging on the glass getting the fans hyped up he gets jumped no, after he scores and then he's going he, over hyping up the fans again <laughs> you know and, and the thing with that is that like it's so like it's so like old school that like don't like show up the other team and stuff but yeah then don't let the goalie score yeah exactly <laughs> Or like if like if like a batter like like flips the bat after a home run, well, yeah. don't give up the home run then. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's the way and I like, felt about all of it. Is just like play better, play better, yeah. and don't let them do that to you. That's on you. That's your fault that they're doing that. And like the thing is that like I used to think like that too. Like 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 I remember when like when like Jose Bautista flipped the bat and then like like um like uh, he got punched out like the next uh, season and stuff and <laughs> yeah. against the Rangers. But then like. Yeah. Like over the years, it's just been like, well, he hit that home run. It was a three-run shot. It was a three-three game. I, I think it was like the sixth or seventh inning, right? Like, like why did you give it up then? Yeah, right. So yeah, be better. That's be crazy. Better. That's what it comes I'll remember to. that one bat flip. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, so, so you always need to evolve. I think that my thinking has evolved, and uh, now I say that it's on. It's on the people making the mistake and not the person taking advantage of it. Yes, I would agree. I would agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't let them get to a spot where they can do that to you. And then don't let them do that to you. That's what it comes down to. It's professional sports. Just be better. Be better. That's ultimately what it is. (laughs) The next game here that I was looking at, it holds a little bit more importance for Vegas than it does for Tampa. As you Mm -hmm. see right now, Vegas is holding on to first in the Pacific. When I say holding on, I mean holding on. They are tied in points at the LA Kings. They've got a game in hand on them. But again, here it comes down to you have an opportunity tonight where LA is also playing. So that could flip-flop one way or the other between these two teams. And Tampa has been an interesting team because they've really started they really kind of fell off a cliff over the last little while. It, it was, it started as a regression and then it ended as just, all right, we are off this cliff. We're flying off of it. And you see uh, John Cooper sits out 
Kucherov, uh, Stamkos, and Point in the entire third period. You expect them to rebound the next game. They don't. Uh, like There's just a pathetic performance the next game against Carolina, but they get an opportunity, they play against the Flyers, and now all of a sudden, Tampa Bay Lightning are back. And uh, that has to do a little bit. you got to take into the account the fact that they were playing the Flyers in that one. But at home tonight against Vegas, Russ, if you're looking at this one, could we be in a position here tonight where Tampa is starting to get themselves back? Maybe they get a little bit of confidence back from a win against the Flyers the other day. Is that just a, is that just a false hope that they were given with that win against a not so great team i mean you are sitting here looking at them minus 161 at home against the golden knights is that price deserving considering how they've been playing recently yeah it's kind of strange you know it seems like we kind of talk about this every year with the lightning right they go through one of these little stretches where the media and the uh you know all the fans are kind of concerned and worried about it when they drop you know drop four or five games out of ten and then all of a sudden they play some of these lesser teams and get back, um, get back. Like you said, John Cooper, that move was very, very strange. I'm not sure if they were like trying to play possum or give their guys some breaks. And then basically they went out and played like one of the worst games I've ever watched against Carolina that <laughs> next game. It just completely dominated. So it's a kind of a strange spot here. And, uh, you know, originally or traditionally, if you've watched this show, I love backing the lightning at home. And I thought that this would be a spot to do that when I checked these numbers overnight and again, we were looking at like minus 150, even minus 145, but it seems like that's been bet right into the, my number has been bet right into um, I have minus 70 here and then I'm waking up and seeing minus 170, minus 175 across the board. So it seems like basically all of the value is gone, you know, on that front um, digging into the game a little bit more. I do lean, certainly lean Tampa Bay just because I think that East is so much stronger than the West and, um, you know, Vegas here is just going to step up in class playing against the Lightning. And, uh, you know, Vegas has been playing really, really well recently, 6-2-2 uh, two and two in their last 10. But their defense is not great. And, um, you know, they're, all, they, they're on their backup goalie. They don't, have, uh, they don't have Thompson back. They're still on Adam Hill. So they're 21st in expected goals against in the last 10 games. And you're just stepping up in class against a Lightning team who – you know, who's awesome and is absolutely unbelievable at home, 23, five and four at home. Yeah. So when, the, you know, when the lightning do lose, it's traditionally on the road. So there's no play here for me. I thought originally we might have something or even a half bet on the lightning if they would have stayed close to minus 150. And I'm actually kind of surprised they didn't. But again, somebody kind of saw what I saw here and has bet into that number. And it is basically right on market here. Um, now, looking at the total, I, I think that that six is a little bit short. You know, I think it probably should be six and a half. Looks like it is at most places. But again, that's not enough for me to get on board. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's, I do think it should be six and a half. But again, I, I've got a right around 6.7 here for my total. And so if I did get a flat six, I might be on that. But I think this will probably just be a pass for me here. This will probably be one of those games on a side TV and it should be, you know, it should be an awesome, awesome game to watch for sure. Yeah. I'm on the same boat uh, with the, with the total. I think that um, um, six and a half in a Vasilevsky game, even though he's on a bit of a dip right now, um, it's still tough for me to get there on a six and a half. I think that if, um, if it does fall a bit, if we do get a six, I think that, I'd be more inclined to bet that um, with the with with Vegas. I don't. Um, I I agree with Russ. They they have a good record recently, but 
Um, they're not really playing that well. I think that mm-hmm. Aiden Hill has um, has played above what his kind of what his mm-hmm. expectation would be, um, and it's only a matter of time before we kind of see him revert back to his baseline. So, um, and we see that a lot with like with 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 like goalies they um, kind of do that. So, um, I'm interested to see what Vegas's goal goaltending situation here is going forward. Uh, they they're not gonna have a morning skate, so. Yeah, it's called the the e bug up yesterday. So they're they're not gonna have a morning skate. So we're gonna have to wait until warm ups to uh, kind of take a look at uh, where they're headed. But um, again, a six and a half in a Vasilevsky game is tough. So um, if if you are able to pick off a, even if it's a juice six, when we have clarity on the Vegas goaltending, I think that that would be the that that would be the only way that I would look at this game, and that would be the over. Yeah, okay. yeah. Just a quick thing to add there. If I don't think that they'll do it, but if for some reason they go to quick here, um, oh, start quick and goal, then you know I would jump on Tampa Bay right away and probably the over as well. Um, you know, Tampa Bay should be up five against Jonathan Quick, I would think. So I think that's something to kind of monitor if you have a good, you know, a good source or, or you know, your quick fingers or whatever. Hit that, hit that minus one sixty, minus one seventy, because it'll probably be minus two hundred if uh, if Jonathan Quick is announced. Right. All right. So keep eyes, uh, eyes open for goalie announcements there. And then maybe you'll have an opportunity to get a play in quick, but uh, you guys want to know how my Sunday went. Uh, I've talked to both of you about this before, I think, and I've been working on like player props and trying to narrow down player props. Sunday game, Tampa against Carolina. I knew Carolina's in a spot for a shot suppression team, not going to give up too much, play well defensively against Tampa. But coming off of that game that they had the day before, it wasn't even the night before, it was like the afternoon before that they didn't play so well. I was looking through Tampa Bay player props on the shots. And uh, I had found some that I felt I was in a good position on. And I was like, oh, I really like these. I think these are wrong. I was out. And uh, I got a text being like, man, I can't believe what Tampa's doing. Like, what the hell are you talking about? I look at it, the stats. They had four shots on goal. Yeah. And it yeah. was about two, three, it was like three, four minutes left in the yeah. second period. And I'm yeah, sitting there with like. Not from the second period at all. <laughs> yeah. I'm Just sitting there with like four Tampa player props on shots on goal. I'm like, oh my God. All right. Burn these. We'll forget about it. Get back at it tomorrow. So yeah, that was, that was my weird, Sunday. Weird game. Was I was on Tampa Bay in that game too. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> sorry. As a painful one on on Sunday there, uh, so yeah, morning, but uh, we push on. Hopefully, uh, we don't have that happen again here. Uh, interested to hear if uh, if you have any thoughts on this game. So many in the Rangers Habs game tonight. Uh, there's not too much implications in this one. The Rangers pretty much comfortably holding on to third in the Metro right now. The Habs, especially according to uh, Alex Moretto's wishes from the Tuesday show, hoping that the Habs go on a downward spiral for the remainder of the season. But if you're looking at this game tonight, you're sitting here seeing the Rangers minus 258 and the Habs plus 226 at home. Could this potentially be a spot to take a flyer on the Habs or is this just stay away? Would you be even looking at the Rangers in this one for some value? This is this is another game where I'm more interested in the total, but um, it's already at six and a half. And in a Montembeau, probably Shosturkin game, I um, it's 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 tough to get there on a six and a half. I think that we're seeing the market adjust a lot quicker now when you have goaltenders kind of good good goaltenders um, experiencing experiencing a little bit of a dip. So. Um, 
I can't get there on the side. Um, I bet the Habs on Friday night against the uh, against the Ducks, and um, man, that was they look bad. They mm-hmm. they're they're a bad team right now. Um, yeah. Alex Morato is uh, getting his wishes right now, but um, <laughs> yeah, I would I'll I would pass on this game at six. I'd I'd have interest in the over even with Shesterkin, but but at six and a half, I think um, I think we're right where we should be. Yeah, I can't add too much there. You know, yeah, this Montreal team is is they're just playing with the lineup. They're inserting these young guys. They're trying new things. They uh, clearly are out of it. So, you know, you can't back a team like that at all. And then I completely agree. I if this was a six, I probably would take the over here with Igor kind of struggling and against Montembeau. But six and a half seems right on price. Seems right on market. Um, yeah, this will this will be a pass for me. No play here. All right, moving on here, a game that we do have a play in. Russ, you're looking at the New Jersey Devils tonight on the road against the Washington Capitals, and New Jersey sitting second in the Metro right now. Four, as I mentioned, they kind of got to a point now where they're four points back of Carolina. 6-3-1 uh, <laughs> um, and one in their last 10. They did just lose to the Leafs the other night, 4-3, to three, but they're 23-4-4 four four on the road. They have an incredible road record, much better than than their home record at this point in the year. And uh, Washington at home tonight, they're 3-7 and seven in their last 10, but they're not completely out of this thing yet either. In a similar spot to Buffalo, Ottawa, Florida ahead of them, but same points as Buffalo and Ottawa. But you're backing New Jersey tonight. That is where you're looking to go with this one. Why is that, Russ? Yep, you can hit on a couple of things there. Um, we did play, we played minus 135 overnight, and it looks like it has moved quite a bit. You know, I see Caesars at minus 155, and I think that's probably closer to where it should be. Uh, yeah, I think that FanDuel minus 146 is still playable. Um, I probably play this right up to minus 155. My numbers are closer to minus 160 on this team. And I think, you know, you hit on it and we could we can go over some of the things. They played 31 road games and they have points in 27 of them. They've won 23 of them. I mean, this team is just unbelievable on the road. And um, yeah, digging into some of these numbers, six, three and one in their last 10 for the Devils. But, you know, underneath the hood, expected goals, first and expected goals for first and expected goals against the last 10 games. This team just keeps on playing well, keeps on surprising people. And then on the flip side, you've got this uh, Washington team who I've been kind of down on all year. And they're really playing like they're out of it the last few games, three and seven in their last 10 games, but 29th in expected goals against. I think that the Devils should be able to kind of call their number here. I think, you know, it might be a close close game in the first period I think you know but and then the devil should pull pull away a little bit and you know I honestly I wouldn't mind if you I wouldn't relation play here if you if you want to save some some change and not play that juice but yeah minus one minus 135 is what we played I think minus 145 is completely fine uh yeah I just think this is a completely a pure numbers play for me and I just think it that the number's a little bit off that's all okay yeah I think um Washington um they're 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 kind of headed down now, so um, it's not a team that I want to get on with. Um, with the Devils, um, I do agree with everything Russ said. However, I do have some concerns with um, with uh, Vanacek right now. I think he's um, <clears throat> he's on a bit of a dip now. I'm assuming that he would start against Washington against his old team. Um, the Devils um, are going to start their morning skate here in the next five minutes. So I would wait for the Devils goalie. If it is Vanacek, I think that I'll let this go and it'll be a fair number. 
if it is Mead, um, he's actually been uh, playing well according to my numbers lately. So um, I have no problem betting on betting on Schmid for the Devils. Um, the market should again overreact to the backup here. So um, if Schmid gets con- gets confirmed, if that line drops, I'll be sure. I'll be joining Russ on um, on the on the Devils. If it is Vanacek, then I think we're fair. Cool. Okay. I see Dave Redling here telling me to get another cap. The Raptors suck. I'm sorry, Dave. <laughs> not not going to do that. I'm not a real fan. You're not going to stick through with the team even in the tough times. That's what you got to do. Right. That's why I've experienced 25 years of pain cheering for the Toronto Maple Leafs, but still here. Still here. Still stick with it. So, Sorry, Dave. Not happening. <laughs> a game that I am very interested in here tonight the New York Islanders on the road taking on Pittsburgh, and this one is uh, some serious implications in terms of potentially dropping back in standings, maybe advancing closer to uh, to other teams. And you're looking at a big battle here tonight, where the Islanders are holding on to the first wild card spot, Pittsburgh in the second wild card. The Islanders right now are one point up on on the Penguins. They've played three more games than them as well, which is going to play a huge factor in this. Coming into this game, they're on a two-game win streak, whereas Pittsburgh right now, uh, five and five in their last 10 games. You're seeing them favored at, uh, at home tonight, minus 135. So, Money, would you say that this price is accurate, and kind of what do you expect to see out of this game between these teams tonight? Um, if we're seeing a minus one thirty-five, um, I, I would, I would still bet the Penguins. Um, this got a little bit out of my range. Um, it's funny because they, they this is the third time that they're playing in what the last month here, mm-hmm. and uh, this, this, this was the third time that I bet the Penguins. Um, I, against the Islanders. Um, in that first game, it was uh, uh, it was Casey DeSmith, and he let's just say that he wasn't on his game. In the in the in in the second matchup, it was Jari's first game back, and this Penguins should have won that game, and he kind of made a made a mistake, and it cost them. So Penguins um, made no secret about where I am with these teams. Um, I'm a lot higher on Penguins than most. Um, I don't I don't come down hard on them too much with where they are and their struggles because of the defensive injuries they had and without their goalies. Um, the Islanders, even though they have um, they have shored up defensively, which was their big problem, that which was the big problem I had with them, um, I still think that um, the Penguins are a better team. And at home, I think the minus one thirty five is a little bit short. So um, I'm interested in Russ's thoughts. I know that um, he's um, he 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 comes in higher on the Penguins as well. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll see where I'll see where where he is, but I'm good with the Penguins at at, at minus one thirty five. So just quickly before Russ goes here on this, so money I'm seeing one thirty five. I see elsewhere there's thirty eight, thirty nine, forty. If you're looking at this one, where would you be comfortable playing it to? The thirty five, the minus one thirty five is widely available for those curious. Yeah. It should be available across Canada as well as in the states, so it should be a playable number for everyone. But for those who maybe don't have access to that specific book or something, what number would you kind of look to play it up to? So I'm cutting it off at minus one forty. I I don't okay. want to go beyond that. Okay. Yeah, just wanted to make sure. So for those out there who can't maybe get the thirty-five, I'm I am seeing thirty-nines and thirty-eights available uh, for you, and then up to forty, and then you could get a little crazy out here as we're looking at some of these books. I'm seeing a minus one fifty-six out here, but no, that's, that's the importance of line shopping. <laughs> that's yeah. the importance of line shopping. 
Yeah. Sorry, Russ. I'll let you go ahead. No, you're good. Your no, no, you're good. I think that was, that was a great question because there's been a little bit of a battle between two groups on this game. Um, and it's been going back and forth. Uh, I thought that, that it actually was going to come down with people playing the Islanders and it looks like it actually ticked back up to the Penguins since overnight. So it, there's certainly a battle going on on the side here. Um, this is a fun game for me to break down. One of the most important games of the night against two teams that are completely opposite who I have, you know, basically different than the market does. And yep, like so many said, I've been high on this Pittsburgh team pretty much all year, man. And they burned me a couple times, but we've got them really cheap prices at home a couple times also that, you know, we've won games where, where a lot of people weren't on them, a kind of a contrarian side. And I think that's exactly what this is tonight. I think that a lot of people see this number and see two teams that are fairly even in the playoff race and just click the plus money dog on this, where if you dig into it a little bit under the hood and some of the numbers, I have I have Pittsburgh the Penguins as a significantly better team than the Islanders. We've highlighted the Islanders' defensive problems all year on the show, and they've just been bailed out by Surikin, you know, time and time again. And I think that uh, the way the Penguins have been playing recently, fourth and expected goals for the last 10 games, I think that the Penguins are going to get a lot of chances. And, uh, you know, hopefully Surikin will – let three or four of those go by and, you know, we'll have an easy victory here. Um, one of the main things I have highlighted in my notes here, this is the Islanders 50th season in the league and they have never swept the Penguins before ever. So this would be the first time in 50 years that they swept the Penguins. They've been playing them, you know, playing them since year one. And it seems like they play, you know, they're in the playoffs every year, these two teams. And so I, I just, it's hard to beat a team that many times to sweep. This would be the first time that they the penguins um then as far as my numbers go yeah i've got pittsburgh closer to minus 160 minus one here i thought that it was actually going to move that direction and then it came back a little bit there's kind of been a battle like i said so yeah i think minus 135 is a, is a fantastic play on the pins here at home all right awesome then we did track this in the bet stamp app in the find better section on our Edgework HQ account, you can find the Betstamp app in iOS and Android if you want to see all the picks. As mentioned before, we started this week. All the plays are locked until the game starts. So if you do want to see the picks or know what the picks are, you got to go through the show. We do give them out through the show. And then at the very end, I will recap all of the plays, bring them up on screen for everyone to see what prices we got them at and what sides we're on. So if you do want to see that, make sure to stay until the end to get a recap of it. But if you want to see the picks from the entire year and how we've done make sure to go over to the bet stamp app and follow the edgework hq account on there next game interesting one and i know that we have a play in this one a best bet the edmonton oilers on the road taking on the boston bruins edmonton right now is holding on to the first wild card spot in the west there are three points up on winnipeg uh two points back of seattle right now five three and two in their last 10 and this boston team my God, if you could call anybody a juggernaut right now, it would be the Bruins. They're 10-0 and in their last 10 games, a 10-game win streak, 26-2-3 at home. I will repeat that, 26-2-3 at home this season. So you look at this last 10-game sample size of 10-0, and and you could say, well, that doesn't mean too much. But that is an encapsulation of essentially how this year has gone for them. They have just been on a roll. Nobody can stop them. You fit in these new guys. You fit in Or Orlov, Hathaway, Ad Bertuzzi. It changes nothing for them for from any negative standpoint. They just continue to roll on. So, Russ, you're not interested in this game from a side or total perspective or side perspective necessarily. You're more looking at the total in this one. 
Yep. Yeah, I think it has uh, – it's moved a little bit, but I think, yeah, there's still some over six and a half at minus 120. This is a you know pr- fairly straightforward play for me. I think that Edmonton's getting to the point where they should probably have a seven on all of their games um, unless they're playing a very defensive team like the Wild or the Flames or something like that. But, you know, this is not this is not a defensive team. This is one of the higher scoring teams in the league. Forty four goals for in their last 10 games, um, their 10th and expected goals for. And then, yeah, Edmonton's six and expected goals for. So both these teams can score here. Um, you know, I think that there's a good chance we get to three, three. I think this should be a pretty close game. Uh, but I, I could easily see, you know, five, two Boston or, or even six, three or something like that. But yeah, it's a fairly simple handicap for me. I have uh, closer to 7.4 in this total. I think we get to seven a majority of the time, two top five teams power rated for me. And I just think this is a high event game. I think, uh, you know, like I said, three, three would be awesome. Yeah, I'm 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 neutral on the total. Um, I do disagree a little bit um, with the um, with the Oilers uh, kind of um, needing to be priced at seven. Um, we 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 talked about it in the uh, Edmonton Buffalo game, I think, yeah. Monday or last week or something, yeah. where um, you give me a seven on Stuart Skinner right now, and I'll I'll be there on the under. So um, I think that if it is Skinner, um, I'm not crazy about the about the total, but, but I still come in neutral there. I'm more, I'm more interested in this side. Um, the Oilers and Boston, uh, they played, I guess a couple of weeks ago, it was a, uh, it was a, it was a coin flip game in Edmonton. I thought that the Oilers held their own for, for the most part. Skinner did play a little bit um, under, under expectation, but um, I think that he's starting to kind of find his, find his groove again. Now I'm not, I'm not completely sold on Woodcroft understanding that Skinner is his best option there. So I do need that confirmation. But if it is Skinner, um, with the changes that um, the Oilers made, this would be the perfect litmus test to kind of see um, the sandpaper that they've added to their lineup, um, kind of where they are against a Boston team on the road. And um, if it is Skinner, I am willing to... um, to uh, bet that number on Edmonton to um, to uh, find out because, like usual, we are all Oilers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I have they, goalies. Yeah, if they went with Campbell, I would love that over even more. Oh, absolutely. For yeah. sure. <clears throat> oh, it just looks like um, Akira Schmidt is probable. Yeah, he's in the starting net for a morning skate. Okay. Right. Let's see if where that, that number – there, that jersey number starting to drop a bit now. Yep. So let's see where that um, where that bottoms out, and uh, I'm I'm I'll be good with the Devils as well. Sure. Okay. Cool. Yep. Uh, a game that I know you guys didn't have uh, anything for here, but it was asked the first question in the chat before we even got started here. Insight was saying, or not even a question, but uh, Insight was saying, best bet: San Jose Sharks at St. Louis Blues. End of regulation result: St. Louis Blues. So taking St. Louis in regulation plus one fifteen. Uh, Russ, I'll start with you because you got a little head shake going there. Yeah, what is your thoughts on that? It's <laughs> this is a this is one of those teams is just like the nastiest two teams in the league. The Sharks have been playing so so bad, and uh, yeah, the Blues have just been playing terrible. Also, we talked about the Blues a little bit last week, and they, they have acquired these players, and it seems like they actually got worse um, when they acquired them. But yeah, this is such a weird spot for me. Uh, I don't think. 
there's any value on that in taking St. Louis, you know, regulation. I could easily see an overtime game. I could easily see St. Louis losing and, and giving up four goals or five goals to, to the, you know, the San Jose Sharks. Um, it depends a little bit who the Sharks go with. It seems like if they start Capo Kakinen, they're literally just, you know, trying to lose because he's so bad. Um, but if they go with Reimer, you know, I would, I would sort of lean that way. Um, like you guys talked about yesterday, I tuned in for, for just a snippet. Like this is one of those weird games where you could take like San Jose Sharks in regulation at like plus 190 or plus 200 and just have you have cause, just because you have no idea. There's such high variance in this game, a team where a game where both teams have nothing to play for. So it's something like that is like where I would look now. I'm there's I'm probably not going to play it. I know I'm not going to play it because the Sharks team has just been so gross recently. And like I said, with Capo Kakinen, I'm not sure on who's starting there. But, yeah, I, I honestly I kind of lean the other way um, on that on that play for sure. Yeah, I've got I've I've got no no interest here. Just like the Chicago Detroit game yesterday, Russ uh, Russ yeah. Russ touched on it. Like I don't know, like anything can happen. It's like mm-hmm. play like yeah, like minus one and a half, minus two and a half. I like it can. I I wouldn't be surprised with like with like anything in this game. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have one more game that we have a play in, but before we get to that one, there's one I have some interest in. That curious how you guys kind of lean towards on this one. And it's the LA Kings Colorado game. LA on the road here tonight, facing off against Colorado. LA second in the Pacific right now, two points up on Seattle. They're tied with Vegas for points, but they have played one more game than them. And uh, currently coming into this game on a four game win streak. Now, Colorado in this one, they are five points back of Minnesota and Dallas ahead of them. They got three games in hand on Minnesota, two games in hand on Dallas. They're going to have an opportunity here to continue to try to close that gap and take the lead in the Central Division. 7-2-1 in their last 10. They're 17-10-5 at home. This one just has not as much playoff implications and more so standing implications where you could rank compared to some of the other teams who matchups could become playoff time. So money if you're looking at this one and Colorado's at home, minus 149. Do we feel like this is a fair price on that game? I think it's fair. Um, I do have some concerns with the Kings um, only because I tend to come in a lot lower on the Kings than a lot of my peers, which is um, which is a which wouldn't be that big of a concern, but but the extent to which I'm low on the Kings is a little bit concerning to me. So I feel that um, I may be too far off on the Kings, which is why I don't bet a lot of their games right now um, until I get kind of like a better better understanding. Um, they have been playing well, but again, you you can only play who's on your schedule. You you can't you can't control that. But I look at their wins here, right? Chicago, Philadelphia, Anaheim, Arizona, Winnipeg when they're in the tank, Montreal, St. Louis, Washington. All right. So now we're going we're going into Colorado. So I'm interested to see kind of where this game closes, where my peers end up. But um, I will be passing just because I'm I'm concerned about where I'm making my Kings number right now. Okay. Yeah, I don't have a ton to add here. I think this is a very there's is another interesting game and a fun game to break down. Um, as far as the you know side in the total, I probably won't have a play just because honestly, I think we're kind of getting to that point where 
you know, should Colorado just be minus 200, minus 190 against any team at home like they were last year? Uh, we're probably, you know, kind of getting there. And uh, like like somebody said, this Kings team is so weird, man. Like um, they're, they have under 900 save percentage in goalie, which is 32nd, 30th in the league. And they're leading their division. Like normally we would be talking about a team if they were 30, 30th in goal save percentage they would be, you know, down at the bottom of the league, you know, battling for top position in the draft. But this team is tied for the division lead in the in the Pacific. So it's just a very, very weird team. And they've been playing really well. Um, we played on them once in the last week and, and did pretty well against the Caps. I think that was more of just a Caps team being, you know, very, very down and out. And, um, you know, we, we've talked about this Colorado team a few times on here, and they're finally getting all their players healthy. It seems like this is mostly the team we'll see in the playoffs, um, aside from maybe one or two other players. And uh, honestly, you know, who – I think that the Avs are probably the best team in the West right now. Um, just looking at the standings and looking at the last, uh, last few games, it seems like they're probably the, the team to beat in the West right now. So – you know, this is a this is a stay off game for me. I think this is a be like you said earlier. This is a good litmus test for for both teams to kind of see where they're at. Um, you know, I'll be rooting for the Abs just because I'm a fan of the Abs. But other than that, you know, this is kind of just be on side TV. Hopefully, hopefully get an Abs win. But other than that, I'm, yeah, no play, man. This is a this is a weird game for sure. Okay, so let that one go by. Uh, last game. The most intro that I can give to this game possibly is that so money talked me into uh, a future playoff ticket on the Ottawa Senators tonight. So we are all Senators going into this one. Uh, yesterday there weren't many games, so we looked ahead at some of the teams who could make missed playoffs, looked at some of the prices that were out there available, and went and shopped around. So found myself a good number on Senators to make the playoffs. Felt pretty comfortable with that one, but at this point, so money, I don't even care what's going on. I'm just looking for the Senators to win every night. And obviously you're not in that same boat from that standpoint necessarily, but you are looking for the Senators to win tonight as well against the Seattle Kraken. Why is that? couple of things here. So um, both these teams have gotten results lately, um, but you look at both of their schedules and they've been they've been beating up on cupcakes as well. So um, so I kind of put put that aside, right? Bo- bo- both of these teams are the same in that respect. Um, we could see Martin Jones here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this this could be a Jones start um, with with Ottawa today. Grubauer starting starting the last three. And uh, uh, and uh, two games with Dallas coming up, this would be a spot to get Martin Jones in. I've talked about Martin Jones a lot. Um, we have a love hate relationship for the for <laughs> like for like almost a decade now, and um, he stinks, right? So um, I I still want to be able to bet against Martin Jones. Um, Ottawa, they had a little bit of a blip that I'm not gonna. They've been playing well, and they and they stunk up the joint against the Blackhawks, um, even though I think the score was a was was a bit deceiving there. Um, I'm not going to hold that against them too much yet. This is the road trip that's going to define their season um, against a Seattle team that I don't come in very high on. Um, I certainly don't come in high on uh, Martin Jones, so um, I do want to bet Ottawa here. I'll be on them. And I'm willing to find to pay to find out if they're 
if this make it or break in po- portion of their season, um, if they can live up to to where to where I have them. So let's go with the Senators. We are all Sens, including the Leafs fan. Yes, including myself. Other than when they play the Leafs, but like we'll just let that one go to OT or something, and then figure it out from there. But otherwise, <laughs> we're all Sens. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have a I don't have a much to add there. I would lean that direction. If we had Talbot in goal, um, I would definitely be on the sends with you. But with the Sogard, it's a little bit closer to my number, but I do still show a little bit of value on that plus one twenty. I think they should probably be a little bit closer to uh, plus one one hundred five or so, or even mm-hmm. a minus one ten. Both ways would be would be reasonable for me. So I definitely show value. Um, I did just get some breaking news here. It looks like Jonathan Quick is going to start for the Knights. Oh, um, wow. Aiden Hill. Yeah injured and they just called up uh, Gigi Patera Patera from Henderson um, to back him up so it looks like Jonathan Quick is going to start so I, w- I wouldn't mind uh, playing playing the Lightning at minus 160 if it's still available okay. yeah I would lock that in oh uh, yep, the market's bouncing now yeah it's yeah it's going to change a little bit here uh yeah we've got one minus all the way up to minus 185 in some spots <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah okay so we track yeah, that in there and we'll lock that in, but there you go. There's our breaking news. Like you said, like if you look at like the last five years, um, you had like the la- the lowest 50 goalies. You have Martin Jones as like the 50th goalie in goal save <laughs> expectation. And then Jonathan Quick, Jonathan Quick is like number 49 in goal saved above, above expectation. So it's it's like everyone's so mad at the Kings for getting rid of him. And it's, not, it's not just this year, man. It's been this way for five years. So, yeah, put that elbow up there. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to block my dog. She's <laughs> like, yeah, you should be done by now. It's all good. We are wrapping up here now. So, and we'll go through the picks here yeah. briefly for anyone who didn't uh, didn't see them already or who might have missed any of them. So, full picks recap for today. What we have going for tonight. We're looking at the Tampa Bay Lightning now just added minus 161 against the Vegas Golden Knights at home. New Jersey Devils on the road taking their money line minus 146. The Pittsburgh Penguins at home minus 135 money line against the New York Islanders. We're going with the over six and a half minus 120 in the Edmonton Boston game. And finally, we have the Ottawa Senators plus 120 money line against the Seattle Kraken. And as so many says, we are all Senators tonight. So that'll be the final one. The final piece tip over. Yeah, will be lots of action for here tonight. Yep. Lots of action on the board for us tonight. Thank you to everyone who tuned in and watched the show. Greatly appreciated. If you haven't hit that subscribe button, please make sure to do so. Just hit subscribe. You can like this stream as well. Helps us get out there. Helps us continue to put out the content. And... We appreciate you all following along. You can find us back on podcasting platforms if you miss the show on any day or if you just want to listen to it back later. So make sure to check us out there as Edgework as well. It is uh, across the board. We are Edgework HQ now, so you can find us pretty easily. But so money, Russ, thank you guys for taking the time to do this today. Appreciate the insight. Appreciate uh, the opinions on the games that we have here. So I'm looking forward to tonight's games. It should be a fun one. But... Thank you to everyone who tuned in here today. We will see you back here tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time on the Edgework HQ YouTube channel. Good luck with your bets tonight.